18th. This is actually the second time we try to start this off, but my Wi-Fi um, didn't work. So His Wi-Fi sucks. Yeah, that's a hell of an intro for Tyler there. Speaking of him, how are you doing? I'm great. My Wi-Fi works. It allows me to work from home while simultaneously doing other tasks, which is a lot more than I can say for your Wi-Fi, because it seems like you can't even have a video call while Steph watches HGTV. She's not even home right now, so. That's even worse. Yeah. But, so hopefully it stays on and we don't have the same problem. It was weird because it kept recording, so I thought that you lost somehow because you just froze and I kept moving, but um, it's what it is. Um, so, yeah, we haven't been on here in a while due to various personal things on both our lives to just don't have time to record sometimes. And so sorry for not being able to bless your ears and win you guys money um, the last couple of weeks, but we're back. We have we're been back. hot though. We have been hot though. I will interrupt you. We have been hot the last couple of weeks as we were the previous couple of weeks, which means you guys should fade every single pick that we give you at any point during this podcast because it is impossible for us to continue to win money on a weekly basis. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how this this week started off hot with Monday football and um, fingers crossed everything. Uh, you know what? We're going to tell you our potential picks for the Thursday night game at the end of this. And when you listen to this, that will be over. So you can then see how those did. And that should tell you all you need to know about the weekend. Yeah. And maybe if we're feeling dangerous, we'll uh, hop on Saturday afternoon. I don't know what your plans are, Tyler, this weekend. Well, I'm feeling dangerous. So, maybe we hop on. You guys can listen to it before uh, uh, noon or 1 o'clock kickoffs, depending on your time zone. Who needs Sunday NFL countdown when you got us? Um, so, yeah, hot so far. You want to go into what, how we've been hot and what we've done or just? Yeah, I think that we've come to the consensus that we – So here, all right, so here's the issue that we have, right? We have now won enough money either betting individual player props for you non-gamblers. Like, I can bet Devontae Adams specifically will have three or more touchdowns in a game, which obviously three touchdowns is very rare for a player to have, so it's great odds. Or by putting multiple different statistics of players together and building our own prop, i.e., you know, Lamar will have over 80 yards rushing. Baker will throw over two touchdowns. Gus Edwards will run for a score. You know, David and Joko will catch touchdowns. Something like that, right? Spinning that up into a parlay. We have become too effective at hitting at least one or two of those per week that we now think we are smarter than every single person that has done gambling for their entire lives. Yeah, that is pretty, the problem that we're currently having. Because we're blindly throwing darts at the dartboard half the time, but we're throwing darts at the right spots on the dartboard and hitting. Like I'm yeah. blindly betting Nelson Aguilar to have 100 yards and a touchdown, and he's doing that for Oakland on a week-in and week-out basis, and it's winning me money. Yeah. But the now other, I'm a genius. Yeah. The even more dangerous part of that is it's usually on the Monday or Thursday night, night games that we hit it, and so before the weekend, we just have 
uh, or in the positive already in our gambling accounts. So it's like, well, might as well try this again. And then it's when they'll sound a little bit, but hey, still positive. Yes. If you took, so at the beginning of this, I was extremely hot on Sundays and I was like super up during the week or super up on the weekend, super down or not super down, but down during the week and coming out positive. Now it has flipped to where we are hitting one to two of these in one game on a Monday night and one to two of these in one game on a Thursday night. And then Sunday, we pretty Saturday and Sunday, we pretty much just give some of the money back. And then we just end less positive than we were going into. Yeah. Yeah, Which I think much. is just an aggressively dangerous slope that we're living. But that's it where is. we are. And now with Kyle's basketball picking up, it's going to get even dangerouser because you can find a game on every single day of the week that you can bet eight different ways. But I bet preseason NBA earlier this week. I oh, bet boy. the Sixers money line to beat Boston. How did that turn out? And they won. So, like, I live to tell about it. But, like, I bet their first preseason NBA game. So I don't really know where I can go from there, but I need to immediately stop doing that and not bet any more NBA games. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm not, I haven't paid attention too much to college ball yet. So if anyone out there thinks that they're a college ball expert and wants to come on and discuss. The you know, floor is yours. I will yeah. blindly follow whatever you tell me. <laughs> I would love to hear someone come on here and just give us their, their three years and whatnot about it because – there's just too many teams. I don't understand. Like, there's too many teams out there. Because yeah. it's basketball. It's a five. You need, what, seven people for a team. And, like, any random-ass school can feel that. And just you go to the rec center, pick up the tallest, biggest kids that can make a, make the ball into the hoop, and you guys are yourself a team. This is where I run into a problem when I'm betting Georgia Southern to cover minus 30 and a half or something. Like, that is where it spirals downhill for me. So I generally stay away from that. But back to what we do battle on. Yes, we have been unbelievably hot during the week right now on these props. I'm sure we will build one after the pod. So maybe we'll post that on the story to see how it does. So you guys can track that along with any picks we give during the pod. But I I don't know. I, I don't see how it continues. But here we are. And it's continued at least through Monday of this week. Well, so. I think I think it's just because we actually look at who's I don't know. We have we have a pretty solid formula put together between you, me, and our uh, and Tom. He'd get mad if I didn't say his name. I think last time I I Tom's looked at his name and he said like he didn't think I was his friend anymore or something. So Tom's original formula was ignore everything we said and put something random in, and then complain about losing money when the picks we were putting in the gambling chat were winning money because we've been, we've been very hot and positive for a long time now. Um, But now Tom's formula is to just blindly follow us, which has resulted. Sort of, sort of. Sure. Okay. So let me caveat that Tom's formula is to attempt to blindly follow us, but somehow he doesn't put the bets in correctly, but this has not yet come back to burn him. He has still won all the bets. So that we have won, yes. He still lost the ones that he put in that didn't follow us that we lost, but he hasn't lost one that we won, if that makes sense. Right. At least but he's getting, but we're getting closer to that point. But his new formula is to try and attempt to blindly follow, and it works. I mean, it's I, again, yeah. like we're, we are winning money this NFL season. I don't 
I don't know how it's happened this long. Normally this is like where it doesn't happen anymore, but you know, here we are in week, I don't, I don't know what week we're in, 13, 14, something like that. So it's great for us. Yeah. Big weekend coming up. Big weekend. Yeah. Um, with that being said, let's jump into uh, Saturday. This Saturday is uh, championship weekend for college football. A uh, couple important games on the slate that will have playoff implications. Um, I guess we'll start with the most important game. That is a noon game on Saturday. And that is the number 10 ranked Oklahoma Sooners playing. It's at, but it is a neutral site in Texas. Uh, the number six ranked our Iowa State Cyclones. Ryan, please, thoughts on the game. I guess before you go, the line is Iowa State plus five. They are dogs right now being the pseudo-home team, again, neutral field in Texas. They are dogs, um, but they are the higher-ranked team. So that's interesting. Uh, But, Ryan, give me your thoughts. Yeah, so we're dogs with the higher-ranked team, and I think that's just because the media, um, ESPN especially, uh, sees Iowa State as who they still were three years ago, four years ago. Um, and Oklahoma is still a power. I'm not taking anything away from Oklahoma. So they still are great team year in, year out. But because of that, they're just getting the favorite. Um, I mean, it's been said – it was said after the Texas game we played, our uh, running back said five-star culture over five-star players. So Iowa State doesn't have – I don't think they have a single five-star player on the roster – um, five stars like recruited out of college or not out of college, sorry, out of high school for those of you not um, familiar. But instead, they have one of the best cultures in the entire game in the, in the country, and that's why where they're at today. Um, so, towards the game, uh, I don't know, six points was it six and a half? There's six, six. So, a touchdown minus the extra points. Whereas earlier this season, we beat them by a touchdown with the extra point. Um, so, personally, I think it should be a lot closer than that in terms of the line. Um, I, don't know, I don't know how you don't make this line a pick them. I, I yeah. two and a half max. So, I really I hope that just frustrates our guys more and they got fuel burning, not that they need anymore because. Did Vegas I mean, give them bulletin board material? I think this is bulletin board material, being dogs and they're in the football in the playoff conversation. Oklahoma's not so. Yeah. Um, just straight off of that, but um, both teams have won all their last five games. Um, our grand is coming off a of bye week. Both teams, but our last test was West Virginia, beat them forty-two to six, and they arguably have one of the best defenses in college football. So it was nice to be able to score points on them. That's what the announcers said that game. I don't know how much truth there is in it, but the, uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm pulling for the clones. Um, I think they're going to win no doubt in my mind. So we'll see if that happens. And it would be really cool if it did because back in May, 
I put a future on them to be conference conference champs at plus twelve plus twelve hundred. So that would be mucho bueno. That does seem mucho bueno. Uh, I'm just gonna bet on the clones. Like I think the core of the team from Brock Purdy to the tight end group to Brees Hall to the defensive stars, even though the Big 12 doesn't play defense, like this is their last real kick at the can, arguably their only true kick at the can that they've had um, because Oklahoma has had some real powerhouse teams during their time in college during the Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray era. Um, so, I mean, I would love to see, you know, they them come out and – play well and win this football game. Yeah, I mean, start going to the personnel. Oklahoma's the rattler guy, um, which he's pretty good, doesn't suck. Um, but overall, I think our team is just grittier and bad, and just better. Um, like season awards kind of came out, or I think they came out this week or today or something, and like, or maybe just finalists, but almost everyone on our team is – up for something. Um, Xavier Hutchinson, new Big 12 Newcomer of the Year. Um, handful of defensive players that have been – this is their third year in a row being big first team Big, tw- big 12. Um, one of the best O-lines in the country. Uh, defensive player of the year, Big 12 uh, defense too. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't see how we lose. Yeah, I – yeah. Roll clones. I mean – that's what it comes down to. I guess transitioning off of that into other games, we can go. We'll do SEC first. You have Bama, Florida in the title game there in Georgia. Um, I am at the point now where I want to root for chaos in all situations. So I want, I want Florida to beat Bama. And then the other game is Notre Dame Clemson. And I want someone to blow someone else's doors off. You give me the option, it's Clemson blowing Notre Dame's doors off. But the back of my mind, trying to be a smart person, I think I want Notre Dame to win because then Clemson's lost them twice and Clemson should drop out of the rankings. Yeah. Other game, Northwestern Ohio State. You want Northwestern to pull off that upset. Ohio State's played six games this year, five and one. They don't get in, right? I, I, the Big Ten is so stupid. Yeah, the, I know. So I know like, you're a big, big Big Ten guy because of Penn State and Michigan, but they are stupid. Yeah, I. So this is what I want, right? So I really, I have felt for teams like Iowa State, teams like Coastal Carolina, teams like Cincy, especially. Cincinnati is undefeated and is dropping spots on a weekly basis in the rankings while not losing football games. So I feel for these teams, right? And it's all because of how political the college football playoff is, right? And right now, if you are not in this cluster of, I don't know, call it seven or eight teams that are your perennial powers, right? Your Alabama, your Ohio State, your Georgia, your Clemson, your you know, Oklahoma, you can argue, is in there, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. this group of teams that have 
largely taken every single spot in the playoff every single year in some different ranking order that if you are not one of those teams, you effectively have no chance to get in. And Yeah, it's basically if you start off the season in the top ten, like the preseason top ten polls, those are the only teams that have a chance at becoming in the playoffs. It just frustrates me because these other teams that are – undefeated, beating everyone they play, etc. Like, I think they deserve a kick at the can, and I think this is the year to give that to them because of everything that's going on with only conference scheduling, not a lot of non-conference, right? In a traditional year, the way for you to not be one of these perennial top eight powerhouse schools and get in is for you to have a really hard – non-conference schedule and dominate it right yeah throw darts at it like okay i have five perennial names on this and half of the battle is you hoping those teams perform right texas sucked for you know three of the last six seasons right if you're a non-conference person trying to get a stud perennial power like a team with history right you schedule texas you have to hope it's one of those years they play good or even though you got Texas on the schedule, it doesn't mean shit because they're two and six, right? Yeah. And I think that that hurts these teams. I think this is the year for the committee to start dropping some of these perennial power teams and giving other people a shot. Like this is the year to throw Clemson in – or not Clemson, excuse me. Like this is the year to throw Cincinnati into the thing, right? Maybe you don't get Coastal Carolina in also, but this is the year to throw another team in. <laughs> that historically isn't in it and give them a shot, right? Well, and yeah. this is where those teams get a shot and that kind of in the committee, like that puts a lot of these questions that the general public has against the committee to bed, right? You put that team in there and they hang around with someone and they lose on a last second field goal or they beat a team and get to the final, then that proves that the committee needs to change their opinion and they need to stop discounting teams based on the school and only looking at it unbiased by the record, right? Because right now there's mm-hmm. a school bias in there, right? But if you put these teams in there and they get their doors blown off in the first game, then it solidifies what the committee's done and it essentially puts all these other schools in this you-need-to-prove-it-to-me mode where just winning your conference isn't enough you need to seek out the hardest non-conference schedule you can because you need two top 10 team non-conference wins and then we will consider you for real. But until you do that, just being 10-0 and 0 in a weaker conference, we don't give a shit because it's proven that you can't hang with these elite schools. Yeah. See, that's the uh, part of like people on Twitter and whatnot are mad at Iowa State um, or the college football committee. I don't know. People are mad at the the committee and Iowa State because here we are, two loss team. There seems to have one loss, zero losses that were higher than, including uh, Louisiana, who's 19. We lost to first game of the season by 17 points, who their only loss is to Coastal Carolina, who's number 12. And so people are like, hence to their fourth. Both of those teams should be above us. So, it's it's a weird balance that you got to figure out between record and then strength of schedule. And I think the committee typically just assumes that the power hot five conferences have the stronger schedule, kind of like you were saying. Um, and 
don't know. Which, I don't know. I think our loss against Louisiana helps them in the same sense because how we've had success the rest of the season um, brings them that their win look that much better. Even though, granted, if you watch the game, 14 of their points were special team touchdowns that, I mean, I guess they show how good the team is, but at the same time, it's not like, I don't know. They didn't it's pick us apart on offense, but. Yeah, but um, to that aspect, you got to play all three phases of the game, right? Oh, for sure. But I just, I, right, this, every single year, this is the sticking point and the issue people have with the committee. And I just think that this year being so fucked up, like this is the committee's year to put a team or two like this into the playoff and see what the fuck happens, right? And yeah. let the team sink or swim. And then every other team in the country that is in a Power 5 conference winner that's undefeated, right, every other team, their argument of, oh, we're good enough, we just – whatever it is, like the committee can now point to a time when they actually put one of these teams in and said, we put someone in that had a better body of work than you do in this argument. They got their doors blown off so for you to do it you need to have a tougher non-conference schedule that's on you to schedule you can do that independently you're choosing to not give your team a chance to succeed that's on you right or this team does good wins a semi game gets to the final or barely loses a semi game in the last seconds or an overtime then it's like the committee then needs to swallow their own pride and be like all right we can't just put alabama clemson ohio state and then the fourth team be out of these other six teams, one's going to be undefeated. That's them. Like, they need to be like, we need to look at this from a different view, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, you got to look at all the analytics of not only, like, their record, but just how they play the game. You just got to watch the games. Like, I mean, it sounds easy and makes too much problem, sense, but, yeah, like – The problem is they don't. Like, it's all – No, I know. Political, I know, right? I know. Like, that's the frustrating point, and I don't know. I would just like to see them put one – like. They're not going to do that, and they proved that they weren't going to do that by dropping Cincy the last two weeks in a row in the rankings after Cincy won both football games. Like, that yeah. was proof that they will not do that because they are scared to look foolish, right? They're too high power of people to look like they did something wrong, and that's purposely why they took two weeks in a row to drop Cincinnati down to nine to where it's impossible based on any scenario that happens this weekend that they get that they can leapfrog five teams that is what like they literally made it so they cannot leapfrog five teams and get in it does not matter who wins or loses any game this weekend they can't get in and that is what they did right and then you look at it like Oklahoma's on the outside too they're not going to get in right mm-hmm. even if they beat Iowa State you know they're not going to jump from 10 to 4 they can't do that right Iowa State has two losses. They're not going to be able to get into the playoff with two losses. They won't let it happen, right? Yeah. I mean, it'd be some some kind of miracle if we win, they let us in. But, I mean, at the same point, it'd be funny. Not funny, but we broke the BCS system because we beat Oklahoma State when they were ranked, like, number one or number two. And then if we break this system, it's just like, I don't know. But I got to go. I'll, I'll be right back. Where are you going? I had pre oven stuff just told me to. All right. All right. Oh. Um, all right. Next, next talking point I want to, before we move off of college football, I think I want the Eagles to draft Brock Purdy. 
think I've convinced myself that that is the correct move for them to do. Um, so I would like to see that happen. Uh, so it might I just, be the only Eagles jersey I'll uh, get for the rest of my life. I just wanted to put that into the airways so that way you heard that from me. Uh, I did hear it. But yeah, I, I mean, if you're, if you're really rooting for chaos, though, we need either Northwestern to beat Ohio State. But, uh, in an ten, idea, okay. So in an ideal Tennessee world, to beat Tennessee to beat Texas A&M. Yep, I want Northwestern. I want Tennessee. I want the Clones to win. And then I want Coastal Carolina to win. I want Notre Dame. I, I hate I hate to say this, but I want Notre Dame to blow out Clemson. Yeah. And then I want Florida to beat Bama, and I want Cincy to blow out Tulsa. Like, that is what I want to happen. See, I – And I want Vanderbilt to beat Georgia. Like, that is what I want to win, to wear. My, my one question about Bama, or Bama, Florida, is even if Bama loses, I don't think they're going to drop them out of the top four because of the politicalness of it. Unless they just get beat by three touchdowns or something crazy. No, see, I think that they will drop – I think – I think they drop them out, but I think then they put Florida in. Like, I think they can't leave an SEC. I get it. I don't think they can leave an SEC team out. I agree. So, I think if Florida beats them, Florida gets in and Bama drops out. So, you think Florida will jump three spots and Bama drops four spots? Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Because I also think in my head right now, the winner of Clemson-Notre Dame is in and the loser's out. Yeah, that makes sense. I think the first game was too close and without Trevor Lawrence that this game puts one in and the other one falls. Fair. So we got three of these games kicking off at 11. Uh, Big 10, um, Tennessee, Texas A&M, and then uh, Iowa State, Oklahoma. Did you just fucking drop again? Well, it's the second time my internet died on us, so – Awkward pause. Hopefully we still get the other downloads or the recordings. But, yeah, so moving on to college football. Um, you want to go into other NFL football or do you want to go into a bachelorette? What? I didn't even hear your question. Okay. Well, I think with that said, we should be done with college football because um, just bad transition. Um Who's hot? Who's not of the week? Um, we kind of started this with the jerseys about a month ago. Um, Going to try to do it. I would say it was my hot of the week. Um, just for, solely based off the championship game on Saturday. Um, and then my who's not hot is uh, UNC North Carolina fraternity fraternities, as as they've got caught track trafficking. Uh, $1.5 million of weed, cocaine, and molly. Some would say they're very hot. Yeah, some would say, but um, in a year where you basically just don't have to, like, just don't be a dumbass. Okay, Greek life in general, don't be a dumbass and you won't get in trouble, right? Sounds right. I feel like even this year is even easier to not be a dumbass because of COVID and everything like that. That just tone it down but somehow there is 21 people 
throughout three fraternities facing criminal charges for selling over a thousand pounds of marijuana, cocaine, and other narcotics. So RIP to those people. Uh, Okay. By who's hot of the week is uh, my who's hot is Bayern Munich. Um, so they finished their home schedule this year and they didn't lose a home game. They had three draws, but they won every other game they had at home this year. But more importantly, uh, being a German team comprised of mostly German national players, they do not get the fanfare the English teams or your Barcelona's or Real Madrid's get. But Bayern today took home from the FIFA awards Manuel Neuer won best goalkeeper uh, out of any player. And the best player of any player went to uh, Robert Lewandowski, who is their striker. Um, So hot is Bayern Munich because they not only have the best goalkeeper in the world, they also have the best player in the world this year. Um, He is the second player in the last 12 years to win the award, not with the names Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi. So there's only been one other player that's won it in the last 12 years. That was not them. Um, And now he joined that club. So Bayern's hot, unbelievably hot. They won the Bundesliga last year. They won the Champions League. They won the German Super Cup. Um, And they haven't missed the beat right now. They haven't dropped the Champions League game in like a year. 1.5 1.5 calendar years or something like that. And they now have the best player in the world and the best goalkeeper. So stay hot. Yeah. I mean, pretty good company. It's hard to argue that they're not hot right now. I just, I don't see a case where you can say they're not hot. I just, I think I can smell a smoke from here. Yeah. Who's your not hot? Not hot. Uh, I have two not hot. One, two not hot. Not hot. Ben Simmons. I fucking hate Ben Simmons, (laughs) and I hope that we trade him for James Harden. Is he the one that's always hurt, or is that JoJo? No, that's JoJo. JoJo the GOAT. Ben Simmons, I – I don't know about that. My brother calls JoJo a pussy. No, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I don't understand how you draft a guy number one overall in basketball, regardless of how athletic he is, that cannot shoot the basketball. The objective of the game is to shoot and score the basketball into the hoop, and he cannot do that outside of three. Score points. Score points. Outside of driving to the hoop, he cannot do that, and now he drives to the hoop, everyone collapses on him, and they make him do these dumbass jump, swing, kick-out passes because they know that he is literally scared to shoot the basketball. He's scared to shoot a three-pointer. He is scared to shoot a mid-range. Mid-range jump shot. So he is not wet. No, it, it blows my mind. It makes me so angry. And I get he's a great defender because of hustle and he steals the best. Like I get he does those things. But to draft a guy number one overall, they need to be able to shoot and score the basketball. Right? Like, that is what makes you a superstar in the league. And he cannot do that. Right? And, sure, before the bubble, everyone's talking. He's working with a shooting coach. He's taking shots. He's good now. Didn't see it materialize at all. Now in this offseason, again, working with a shooting coach, blah, blah, blah. He's doing this. He's yeah, going to be a shooter now. Great. I don't see it happening, so I want us to trade for James Harden because James Harden will go out, fly across the country, stay in Vegas for three days, live in a strip club, spend 
a hundred grand a night on stripper titties, but then he'll come back and he'll drop a 50 piece the next day. Like it's nobody's business eating hot wings before the game that he brings on his private jet with him. Like he, that is what I want. Like I want him to show up to the arena. Everyone outside of Philadelphia hate him like they did to Allen Iverson and him to just go out and drop a 50 piece. Like that is what I want. And Ben Simmons cannot do that for me. So I want James Harden. Uh, So that's number one. Ben Simmons couldn't be colder right now. James Harden, something else right now. I don't care how fat he is. I don't give a shit. Because guess what? He looks fat as shit, but he walked out, crossed someone up, and hit a step back three the first time he touched the basketball. Like it was nobody's business. Because the dude is just a walking bucket, and that is not what Ben Simmons is. So I don't care how fat and out of shape he looks because he's just going to walk down the court and just get buckets. And that is actually how you win the basketball game. Like, by you nope, by you just scoring more points than the other team, you win. Yeah, That's I mean, checks it's out. Very, it's very simple actual math that you scoring more points wins the basketball game. So hmm, I, you, don't, you don't say. So I want James Harden. I don't want Ben Simmons. Yeah. Um, so Ben Simmons, very unhot. Uh, other not hot I have is Christmas gifts. And I say this, yeah, so this take hot. Christmas gifts not hot, though. Uh, this is because during this whole COVID fuck show we are going through, every place has had multiple COVID keep us in business-esque sales, then Black Friday, then Christmas in July, and Amazon Prime Day, and this, that, the other whatever we have all bought the shit that we wanted over the last nine months like there is nothing that i fucking want that mean you didn't sit on the couch at 2 a.m and try and purchase over the course of nine months right and like anything we really fucking wanted we purchased it yep pretty much there was a time period where we got (laughs) six pairs of shoes in like a two-week span and we had multiple boxes arriving to our apartment every day so Christmas presents are my not hot this year because there's literally nothing that you fucking want. And anything you do buy is going to be clothes that you like would wear out. But we no, can't wear out. Go out. We can't go out. You, you're not doing shit until like July of next year, maybe. And at that point, you got all the shit you bought last year to go out that hasn't been put on your body. That still yeah, has it's all it's all summer clothes and yeah. yeah. So Christmas gifts are not hot this year because it's just not shit. Yeah. Could have said it better. But the vaccine's coming out, who knows? Who knows? Don't get me started. What's your not hot? Uh the UNC fraternities. Oh, that's right, you did say that. Okay, that's fair. You told me that already. Yeah. Um, which I'm reading this right now. Apparently, there's <clears throat> other campuses related to the operation. There was a single student from Duke who was involved. Stupid. <laughs> like, it's just funny that there's 21 kids from UNC, and then down the road, one kid is, that's at the smarter school, better school, the basketball, arguably. arguably and he just decides that he wants to fit in with these other kids. But, yeah, I don't know. Apparently they use UPS, USP, 
USPS and FedEx to all ship weed, cocaine, and all these things, and just that's smart. And then use uh, money wires and Venmo to pay for it. UPS, what can Brown do for you? They yeah. can ship your drugs. Or get you in all trouble for it. So that's true. Anyways, other thing going on this weekend, obviously, uh, NFL. National Football League. Yeah, we got National Football. We got NFL on Saturday this week. That comes back. This is the week. Two games Saturday. Oh, I'm looking at this right down the lines. Yeah. And we got Panthers, Green Bay, and uh, Buffalo, Denver. Yeah. So after we watch the Clones win at noon, we can watch Buffalo and Green Bay win. I might write that down. First parlay of the weekend for me there. Clones, Bills, Packers. Parlay. Honestly, I love that. I don't. I yeah, it's great. I I don't know what the spreads are, so I'm gonna say money line right now. But depending on the spreads, that might be the move also. But uh, so Carolina or Green Bay is nine and a half point favorites, um, and Buffalo is six point favorites. Uh. I might do both. I might do both. Depending on how much I can win, if the money line hits and the spread loses, I might do both. I got to look at the odds. But that, write that down. First parlay of the week for me is clones, bills, Packers. Spin it up. Maybe I throw a fourth game in there as well, another championship game. But those three, that seems like it's going to win. Yeah, I mean – I didn't even know we had NFL on Saturday until just now, so I'm can we can we talk about how good Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers are? What about Mitch? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Is like I'm sure I you might not want to admit it, but Josh Allen is everything that I wish Carson Wentz was, and that you wish Mitchell Trubisky was. Like if we had Josh Allen, I would be so like. If he loses a football game, it is because he threw four interceptions trying to actually move the football down the field and not because he just got sacked and threw the football out of bounds eight times. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um, speaking of Carson Wentz, I saw a, I saw something on Twitter. I don't know how true it is, but I don't think it's actually true. Someone I saw in replies to something wanted to trade David Montgomery for Carson Wentz. I don't think we would do that. We have Miles Sanders, who's better. Than I don't him. think we would do it either, because Foles and Wentz, Fole, or Wentz is basically a combination of Foles and Trubisky, and I just I don't know, because he can actually move, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't think we would do that. Uh, we he, I don't think we trade him next year. I think there's still too much burden on his contract, but after that, potential destinations would be India. Frank Reich is still there. Denver is a potential destination if they don't work out with Drew Locke. Uh, New England is a potential destination of which him and Bill Belichick will win many Super Bowls together, and they will fuck the Eagles eternally. Uh, And then there is another destination that I cannot think of at this exact moment, but there would be some trade options. I do not love any of them. Fair enough. 
So I just spun up uh, Packers, Bills, and Iowa State, and it's plus 380, all money line. What if you do it spread? Uh, all of them spread. Uh, do do higher odds. So for Iowa State, it's money line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the you. Other two, I imagine, spread is a uh, better payout. Yep. Um, okay, so we got that, that, that. Let's – where the fuck – oh, here we go. It is plus 1,000. Bingo. That – we're <laughs> doing that one. I think I'm going to put that in right now. Yeah. This is a live one. bet, guys, live bet. <laughs> that one is one that we we are going to put in. Let's go. All right. Um, Did you put it in already? Yeah, because I had to like put in the numbers. You wanted me to put it in again? I'll do it. Don't worry. Yeah, can you put it in for me too? For whatever, whatever units you put it in for, just give me the same units. Okay. Um, yeah, that one. All right, that's the first one for everyone that wants to ride with us. This will be a good test, too. Let's say nothing about it until the Iowa, game, the Iowa State game kicks off. Then we can see if Tom listened to the podcast or not. Yeah. So, Tom, if you listened, right now, pause the podcast and put it in our group chat that you have heard this. This segment. And then listen again. Now that you unpaused it, it is Iowa State money line, Green Bay spread, and Bills with the spread. Got 0% chance Tom puts this in correctly. But now that you have actually heard this, text us, and we will send you a picture of it in the group chat so you can follow the picture. Yeah, and if anyone else wants this, uh, we will just DM us and we'll send it to you. That'll be a good test for Tom. Very good test. Um, other games. All right, well, I guess to wrap up Saturday NFL, it's safe to say that Buffalo and Green Bay will win those games. Yeah, I mean, the only – yeah, Green Bay wins easily. Buffalo, I would like to think they win easily. But I, I don't know. I feel like a six-point spread is – it just confuses me because Denver sucks. So the only thing that gives me pause here is weather in Denver, weather in Green Bay. Weather is fine in both places, then I'm going to tell you we're also going to put in some sort of prop because Josh Allen throwing for two TDs, Aaron Rodgers throwing for two TDs, Devontae catching a touchdown, and then maybe Alan Lazard if he's playing, maybe MBS if he's playing, Big Bob Tunyon's a possibility, Aaron Jones is a possibility for Green Bay, Buffalo side, Dawson Knox possibility. Uh, Stefan Diggs had an unreal game last week. He's a possibility. Cole Beasley possibility. I think very, very, very likely we spin up a both QBs throw for two, and then we pick two or three of them, spin that up as a player parlay for them to catch or run some touchdowns in. So if we yes. do that and we remember because we're not too intoxicated on Saturday, we will put that on the story on Instagram before the 4.30 game, so you can follow along with that. But that's just a potential. 
Yeah, so Green Bay has a chance of flurries um, Saturday, weather in the 30s. So we'll see. Just flurries does not concern me with Aaron Rodgers. That would concern me if I was going to bet on Teddy Bridgewater, but to bet on Aaron Rodgers, that does not concern me. Guy's been throwing the ball in snow his entire life. Yeah. Steph Steph just came home from work. Yeah, she stopped at the stores. I was going to say store, but did girl errands. I don't know what the fuck she got. Nice. Love girl errands. They always got to stop at the store on their way home from work. Literally impossible to come to come home directly. Which speak like, which is also why their girls are impossible to shop for. I know you said Christmas Christmas gifts in general are on the hot seat. I think Christmas gifts for girlfriends because they just buy whatever they want and then there's something to get them. Yes, that's correct. Or at least something that to get them that you know that they want. It's just something that you hope is gonna. It, that they'll like. Yeah, it's again throwing darts at the dartboard. But yeah, so going through Saturday. Um, only real plans for me this weekend are watching Iowa State and other football Saturday um, so that I can go home for Christmas. That sounds right. All right, now we're going to go to football Sunday. Ryan, why don't you start talking about uh, what we have Sunday, and then we'll end with the Thursday night game. Okay. Let me pull up the – okay. So, Sunday, first game, Houston against the Colts. Um, If the Bears blew the Texans out of the water last week, I think the Colts also blow them out of the water. Spreads nine points this week. and Indy's favorite or in the money line is Indy minus three sixty. So I think Indy wins this game uh, without even sweating. Yeah, I think Houston's in disarray. Uh, I think Indy needs this game unbelievably, and I think because of that they win. I don't love nine. I think that is too much, but I think Indy wins it on the money line. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got New York Jets versus the Rams. Um, are the Jets going to go winless this whole year? You know, I don't know. I think I I like they got to have the lightning in the bottle at some point. So I kind of flip flopped on this game, to be honest with you, because I think this is a game that the Rams can very easily overlook the Jets after the Jets got their doors blown off by Seattle last week. But at the same time, I think it's too late in the season for this to be uh, like a surprise game because I think the Rams understand if they have one letdown game, their season is totally over. It's not like letdown game now makes it harder. Like, Seattle is still leading that division. Like, they are fighting to get a wild card spot. So, I think they come out and handle business here, especially being at home. I like the Rams. What is the spread? 17 points. 17? Yeah. There's not even a money line. It just seems like a fake. No, I'm going to take the Rams to cover. Rams cover 17. 
17 and over under is 43. I think the Rams might I so I might take the under because very high likelihood the Jets score zero points. Yeah. Uh, but the Rams Anyways. might win 28 nothing. And I think that that's a very real possibility. I like yep. LA to cover. Next up, next up, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Um, Tampa Bay is six point favorites. Um, and over under is 49 and a half. So, um, I, these both, both teams have been just inconsistent this year. Like, you look at the, their, the team on paper, the roster, they should both be top one or two seeds, or at least in their division. And they very, no, very well might be, but when you look at them like now, watching them, you don't think they are. So I don't. I don't even know. I think I. Tampa wins this game. Um, I will not touch this game except for picking someone in a player prop touchdown parlay. Yep. Yep. That's it. I would probably pick Brady to throw two touchdowns in this game. I might pick Matt Ryan to throw two. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but this game I will not. Touch betting the game. Yep, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, then we got New England, Miami. Um, it's a pick 'em, and I think I like Miami, and they are slightly favored on the money line, but I like Miami to win just because Cam can't. I don't know. Cam can't throw the ball, and I don't know. That's pretty much my logic. Uh, New England wins this football game. All right, then. Uh, Seattle, Washington, the football team. I kind of started to like the Washington football team. They beat the Steelers last week. (laughs) They beat the Steelers two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, sorry. It was Monday night or whatever. Seattle, I sat down, did myself a little research. Seattle needs to win this football game. Seattle wins this football game. The, Eagles, this... the Eagles make the playoffs. The Eagles okay, the playoffs. you guys are not going to do anything in the playoffs. Really? I Here's something else you can write down that can come back and fuck me later. Whatever team from the NFC East gets into the playoffs wins the first playoff game. We will win wild card weekend division. Whatever the fuck the first weekend is now called because there's an extra team in it, we will win that weekend. That's yes, you are correct. We will very likely get our doors blown off the second weekend, but whatever team gets into the playoffs will win the first weekend just because everyone's been talking shit on the division all year, and that's going to be a big-time fuck you to that. So, what if it's multiple teams, then who wins? Multiple teams? Like, we get a wild card and a division winner by yeah. some – I don't know what the math is on that. But if that happens, uh, team that's home wins, so division winner wins – Wild card team will be determined by who they play. Okay. Because there are some other teams in this in the NFC that I think teams in our division can beat. Um, but I need Seattle to really win this football game for me. Uh, so I like Seattle to win this, and I a full I've converted to a full time Russ Wilson stand this year. Yeah, I do like Russ Wilson. Um, I guess, I don't know. 
I guess I I guess I'll root for the Eagles for a little bit, but I just hope it's a good game because it's for a little cool bit. Sp- time the fuck out. You haven't been rooting for them the entire year. We put money on them literally every single week. No, okay, my bad. Yes. Yeah, your bad is right. <laughs> All right. Anyways, next game. Uh, no, but- no. Next two words out of your mouth need to be that you apologize and are sorry. I apologize. Go Birds. Good. All right. Continue now. Uh, next game is Bears Vikings. Yeah, you wouldn't like it if I just told you the Bears fucking suck in Minnesota. It's going to dog walk them and down I mean, them and score four touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. So it might, but I'm still going to bet on the Chicago Bears. Yeah, me too. I I will say I like the Bears a lot more when Nick Foles was their quarterback. But counterpoint is I like the Bears a lot more right now because Matt Nagy's not calling plays, and whoever is calling plays is calling the plays that they've been practicing in practice. And that showed last week. Yeah, because they actually worked and they scored points. That's it. They, they scored you points. You tell the... that those plays they were running the previous five days. of. The week. And they fucking ran the ball when it worked. They didn't get success to be like, okay, we don't need to do this anymore. So I did like that. I yeah. think that you guys still will not be able to stop Dalvin Cook. And Justin Jefferson is very much so going to be a problem. I don't know. A lot of things come out on Robert Quinn this past week of he said, sold someone that his foot was acting up, and that's why he hasn't been a factor. And then Nagy, the press conference, said that his foot's fine, whatever. So I'm hoping he's pissed off and our D-line just fucks shit up. But that'd be pretty cool. But actually, I don't know. I I want to see them succeed, but I also know that we're going to win – was it three weeks left? We're going to win two of the next three games and then be middle of the pack and fuck up our draft pick. So I might just want them to lose out and then we get a somewhat better draft pick that we can fuck up. Brad and I had that discussion yesterday and that's when I got all on board for the Eagles to make the playoffs because I think they will not have a top 10 draft pick either way. So I want them to win a playoff game. Fair, fair. I think we have so many needs that it will always be a best player available scenario to where we will get a top two player ranked at their position, regardless of where our pick is. And as well, now they will fuck it up, just like I had a rant about them fucking up the Justin Jefferson pick this year. And we see how that's worked out in glorious fashion. So <laughs> check that box right there that I was immediately correct on my analysis. It's funny reality. you say that because I think last week or two weeks ago when we were watching, Seth and I were watching the game, she literally brought it like someone messed up. And uh, no, I think it was last week when we saw Jalen in. Um, and uh, did you just, I oh, know you didn't freeze. Sorry, I thought you froze again. No, um, here. Yeah, we saw Jalen in, and she's like, I think that was my favorite part when Tyler went on a rant about the Eagles picking the wrong person. I was, I was fucking right. I was correct. And that has fucked us in glorious fashion right now because he, Justin Jefferson, is currently going to be an all-pro receiver this year and has the best rookie receiver stats the league has ever seen comparative to probably just ahead of Randy Moss or just behind him. So so you got the Vikings. Or... No, I'm going to take the Chicago Bears and win the football game. Yeah, I mean – Mitch, is, Mitch was the best quarterback in the NFL last week. I think he's going to be that again. So, Bears, Bears by Bears by 10. I think that is definitely incorrect that he will not be the best quarterback. But I think if they 
practice, if they run the plays that they've practiced, then David Montgomery will have a good game again. And more importantly, Allen Robinson will actually get targets in the red zone again because that's really cool when he catches them and scores touchdowns. So I think that will happen. I think they will have a run-heavy attack. You'll be able to somewhat bottle Dalvin Cook up. Uh, and the game will be, can we keep Justin Jefferson contained? I will yeah. blindly say that the Chicago Bears can somehow. And they will win the football game. Yeah, fair, fair. It's funny that you have to that we have to mention that they're going to call the plays they practice because it's any other team you'd think, okay, that makes sense. But anyways, uh, next game, Jacksonville, Ravens. Spread is 13.5 points, obviously, for the Ravens. They wipe the floor with them. You think so? I think so. That's more okay. of a question, but I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cleveland. It feels like scrappy, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Baltimore covers. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, New York Giants. Spread is seven, favor towards the Browns. Um, so I am, I, disclaimer, I am biased. Cleveland wins this football game. Interesting the bias on that because you don't want the Giants to win? Yes, because when if Seattle wins and Cleveland wins, both win this week, then if the Eagles win out, it does not matter what the Giants and Washington do their last two weeks, the Eagles win the division. Okay, so the next game is Eagles, Cardinals. But my first question yes. is going to be first question. Hurts is starting. No, 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 no. That wasn't the question. Who? What's your next three games? You got. You keep saying you're going to win out. Who do you play the next three games? We play Arizona this week. Then we play Dallas, and then our last game of the year is against the Washington Football Team. Okay. Okay. So. What we need, and I could be wrong here, so give me a second. Nope, nope, not wrong. Need, yep, okay. Yes, we need both. I thought for a minute the Giants could win out and it wouldn't matter, but no, they need to lose out. Or they need to lose one game, yes. So, if we can beat Arizona this week, which Arizona has not looked great recently, we can beat them. No reason we can't beat Dallas. And then it the, should come down to the last game of the season. Um, I said this after the first four weeks that this season was going to come down to the last game against the Washington football team. Would I have drawn it up the way that it is going right now? No. But the last game of the year is going to make the is going to be for all the, the all the marbles. So all the marbles. Yep, all of them. Uh, yeah. So. Eagles. So. Eagles, but yeah, back to the original game we're talking about. Cleveland beats the Giants. Okay. And then we got the Eagles. So, speaking of that, now that we cover Eagles and Bears, um, money line parlay is plus 690. Yep. That'll hit. And uh, the spread, which the Bears got three points and you guys got seven points. Stupid. Is going to be. Plus two forty. Okay. They're so. both gonna win. I. They're both gonna win. I mean, yeah, I'm putting them in right now. You want in? Yeah, 
if you can put them both in, that would be great. Yeah. Um, okay. And then since you're doing that, next game is the game of the week. 425, uh, we have Kansas City Chiefs at New Orleans. New Orleans is plus three and a half dogs at home. I don't know if Drew Brees is playing or not. Brad, do you know? Brad also doesn't know. Let me see. Let me look on the computer machine. Wednesday was his first chance of practicing Unlikely that he plays. They do not want to rush him in because they will be in the playoffs either way. Uh, okay. If it's only three and a half points with Taysom, and I don't know, I don't know why they have that much confidence in him, but or Vegas, but I guess because they're at home, so it's six and a half on the neutral field. Kansas City is really fucking good. Yeah. Like, they looked so bad at the beginning of last week's game in the first quarter, and then they're like, all right, let's stop being a bunch of jerk-offs, and then they just look amazing. They had three interceptions and had fumbles, and they did everything they could wrong in the first quarter. It was like a one-quarter handicap that they did last week, and then they just looked like a football team for the next three quarters and dominated. They're the reality of when you're playing with your friends and they're like, it's a close game, they're like, okay, I'm going to actually try now. Yeah, like they actually tried, and so I think Casey, I I don't bet against the Chiefs, uh, and they I think they cover three and a half is small. I think they cover that. Yeah. Um. Then Niners Dallas, obviously for the model, I think we need the Niners to win. Uh, it doesn't matter. Dallas, I believe, is irrelevant because the Eagles play them next week. So as long as we beat them, um, it is not does not affect us by any means. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would love for San Fran to beat them. I think San San Fran's the other team that was a potential Carson Wentz landing spot. Mm. Um, and that was if they wanted to shed Jimmy G's contract. Yeah, Dallas doesn't matter. They have nine losses already. Um, yeah, I think San Fran wins. I I think they win. I hope it's in a demoralizing fashion that Dallas then carries into after Christmas. But, yeah. yeah. Last up, Monday night, uh, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati spread is 14 points. Over under is forty and a half. Pittsburgh That's covers wild. Get, get right game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But they're saying I don't know. With that, it's going to be twenty-eight to. No, that's not right. Yeah, twenty-eight to twelve. If you want to keep under and hit the spread, twenty-eight to twelve. That's a weird. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, too much math. Yeah, sure is. Uh, let me see what this is here. Hold on. I'm just asking what we're betting tonight. Yeah, we'll figure that out. So uh, with that said. Uh, got a parlay for everyone. Spin this up. Top four, top four spreads of the week. All of them get covered by the favorite. Okay. Uh, so what, that, what those are, are uh, I will read them out. 
Highest spread of the week, Rams minus 17. Next highest spread is Pittsburgh minus 14. Then you have Baltimore minus 13 and a half. And then Green Bay minus nine and a half. Uh, spin that up plus a thousand. I think that that's a good, a good play. Yeah. Um, obviously doing both Beagles parlays. Um, we'll see what happens on Saturday tomorrow. Yeah. And then for tonight, yeah. Let's end with let's end with the night game here. We have. Uh, what is it? Ram or Chargers at Raiders? Yeah. So, what's the line? Three and a half, three something. Three. Like um, honestly, I haven't watched too much of either of these teams, but I like Justin Herbert. Um, although he hasn't, he's. I forget exactly what I heard. Like he's played well, but he hasn't been able to finish games. I think. He yep. finishes tonight. You think so? He takes – yeah, he takes uh, takes over um, Philip Rivers' uh, kind of mantra, if you will, and he finishes. And Tyler just froze. So, thanks, stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, so I think uh, – Justin Herbert tonight finally uh, follows in the footsteps of Philip Rivers, and he finishes um, a lot. So, okay, uh, I don't think so. I think the Raiders win. I think if the Raiders win out, I think they make the playoffs. All right. So, um, so let's look at some prop builders. <laughs> and Tom may or may not join us. That's on the invite, so he might be our first guest since uh, Nikki Knowledge. Yeah, let me see here. All right, well, I think I just picked exactly what's going to happen in the game tonight. Okay, let's uh, let's share. It's plus eighteen hundred. Okay. Herbert, at least two passing touchdowns. Carr, at least two passing touchdowns. Both seem very reasonable. Yep, minus two hundred, minus two fifty. Okay. Josh Jacobs, one touchdown, minus two hundred. Nelson Aguilar will score a touchdown. Plus one twenty nine. Darren Will he Waller, catch the ball though? Yeah. Trust me, he figured out how to do that. Now he's not in Philly. Very good <laughs> at it. Darren Waller scores a touchdown, minus one eleven. Keenan Allen touchdown plus one hundred. Keenan Allen. Where's he at? Okay, here we go. Okay. Yep, plus eighteen hundred. Love it. If you're really feeling crazy, you can put Hunter Henry in there also. I don't know if I'm feeling that crazy. Might do two of them, though. Yeah, that gives you up to plus 4,900. Might be feeling crazy enough to do one of each. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so I'm saying, though, that's the dangerous. Is like we hit one early in the week, and then we're just like, yeah, okay, well, let's just try these ones. That, but I guess if it hits, you'd hate to not not be on the train. Yeah, you can't not, you can't not be on the train. That's the problem. Let's look at the prayer. Player props. All right. Well, I guess we we can just do this later. Uh, anything else for the show? I think we're good. Maybe we'll see you guys Sunday morning. Maybe not. Roll yeah, I think, we, I think we can. I think we can do one Saturday. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I won't be anywhere besides on my couch. So. Perfect. We'll recap. Well, we here's here's the game plan. We'll recap the uh, Iowa State win. 
Yes, yes. Make our, make our predictions of the uh, college football playoff and then go from there. Thank you. All right, perfect. All right, uh, roll clones. Go birds. Bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house. I won't ever tell my